no, Hello. you may not. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Hello! Welcome to the last episode of Go Get... I mean, not the last episode of Go Get That Rose, but the last recapping of Matt James' season of The Bachelor. I am your host, Sarah. With me, as always, is my co-host, Jay Wade. That's Sarah. I'm Jay Wade. Totally stoked to be here, and I'll be honest with you, this this episode is much like when I went to see Weezer uh, in concert. Um, Jimmy Eat World opened for Tenacious D, and the Tenacious D opened for Weezer. Really? And uh, I got there with about two or three songs left in Jimmy Eat World set, uh, and then they got off stage, and when they exited stage... That is when I jumped up out of my seat. I started clapping and cheering, screaming, yeah, they're done. They're done. You don't like Jimmy E. World? No. That's why I'm so excited about this episode in particular because it's done. It is done. So let's get to it. I'm so stoked. In preparation of this episode, I made a cup. Oh, you can't really see it. I made a cup that says Monday Wine and the Bachelor, and I put roses on it. And it has wine in it. So, woo, let's do this. <laughs> I love it. We are covering um, the finale and possibly after the final rose. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. We are covering the finale. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. All season, we have been kind of comparing Matt James to Pete, his season to uh, Sweetie Petey, um, mainly because Sweetie Petey's season was exhaust- exhausting and yeah. um, a lot of drama with the girls. And this season had a lot of drama with the girls. Um and the whole time I've been like, I still really like Matt James. I still like this season a lot more than Peter's uh, season. And I still hold on to that. At the end of the day, at the end of this season, I still really like Matt James. There's some things I think he did wrong. I don't think he was ready to be the bachelor, obviously. Um and I think, and he talks about an after final rose, he had a lot of pressure on him kind of as a, just a response to the black lives matter movement and diversity calling. And he kind of called that out and said, like, I was kind of just a response and that wasn't really fair. Um, I still think he handled this season. <laughs> this episode of the bachelor could have been 10 minutes wrong. Amen. I still think he handled the season way better than Peter handled his season because Peter yeah. was not ready to get engaged and he got engaged anyway. <laughs> and he, he enjoyed the drama. Like it, he, he fed into he the drama. And in, in, so to speak. Yes. Um, he like rewarded the drama where Matt like shut down a lot of the drama, which I, I just think Matt handled his season, the drama a lot better than Peter did. Um, I know a little, little bit, little bit more than Peter's season. Um, so I'm coming out of the season, still really liking Matt James. I mean, that doesn't mean I like everything he did or everything he said or what he's put out or different things like that. I still just, I still like him and I would like to see him on Paradise. I think there's a lot more personality that we didn't get a chance to see. I also blame the producers a lot for this season for just cutting out so much personality out of the show for the sake of drama. Um, right. But Jay, after watching this season, how are you feeling about Matt and how are you feeling about this season and compared to Peter season, other seasons? Um, 
Well, Peter's was the first bachelor season I've ever seen. So poor boy. <laughs> so, yeah. You so got two sucky seasons. I know. So by comparison, this was much better. Matt handled handled himself much better uh, than Pete did. Um, sweet puppy dog Pete. Sweetie Petey. <laughs> uh, terrible, terrible. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. The the drama was. Uh, I don't. Obviously, some of the drama is fun. That's why we tune in. Uh, yes. I mean, especially me being a forty, almost forty-two year old man. If it's not, if there's not some drama that to entertain me, I'm not tuning in. You know, um, yeah. Other yeah. Than What's the point? You, know, which I absolutely love to do. Um, but I just, uh, uh, I, I, I did like uh, it overall, but I had serious issues with, like you said, the way they edited. I would much rather find out a little bit more about these girls than. Uh, here, Queen Bee Victoria just going off the rails and being a complete uh, bag to everybody. Um, I don't like all the. I don't like uh, when people present me uh, with intention with with others intentionally tearing down people and yeah. trying to hurt them. That's not entertainment to me. No. And so I didn't appreciate that being spoon fed that crap from uh, from from production this season. But uh, I mean. It is what it is. Um, I think we got two great ladies out of the end of it in Michelle and Katie. Uh, I'm big fans of theirs. So there, yeah, there's I, always a good side. I think there were a few really good contest. Well, yeah, contestants to come out of this season. Um, I mean, Abigail, I just wish we saw more of her. I think we'll see a lot of her on Paradise. Um, but rough, rough. <laughs> Um, yes, that was what's, <laughs> what's happening. Um, yeah. So I've kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, no, you're fine. I completely just blanked out. Well, okay. So the finale was on Monday, which was my birthday. So thank you bachelor for giving me this finale of this season. <laughs> I was like, this is a gift. The season's over. Thank you. And today's St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I am like a quarter Irish, and I like to think I'm more Irish than I am. So, like, this is my day. I'm not even. I think I'm like. Are you really? Yeah. What's your other three fourths? I have. (laughs) Um, I'm like a mutt from Europe. I'm like German, French, Irish, English. Three quarter German, quarter Irish here in the house, baby. Yeah. So I tell people that I'm like Irish, but I think I'm like this much Irish, but you know, I'm proud. (laughs) Blame it. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I'm quarter Irish too. I died when I first met my husband, my hair was like ginger, but I mean, I'm naturally like Brown. Uh, but I, my hair was like ginger and he thought I was Irish, like fully Irish and he's like full (laughs) Italian. So he was like, oh, yeah, me and my Irish wife. And I had to break it to him. Like, I'm not, I'm not Irish. I'm like this much Irish. He's like, it's okay. He was telling everyone, like, yeah, my wife's Irish, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, Anyway, happy St. Patrick's Day. Woo. Um, Okay. So let's jump into this finale. Um, I don't really want to recap. I just kind of want to jump into it. We had Michelle and Rachel final the final two girls, whatever. Were you surprised that he, and before, after final rose, that he ended up with Rachel? That was his final pick. No, 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 not at all. Um, I don't know why, but it, well, I mean, 
Okay, it was obvious. I almost said I don't know why it was obvious. It was obvious, the two different statements I'm trying to make here, it was obvious that he was digging Rachel more than he mm-hmm. was uh, Michelle. Um, why he was digging her more, I don't know, nor is it any of my business, nor do I care. Um, I, you know, I like people I like and who the hell knows why, and, and it's no one else's business. But I'm just saying, I don't know why he gravitated toward her more. And that's not yeah. a knock on her, but I mean, he did and... You know, that to me was obvious. I was not surprised. I was surprised that he straight up took her out, uh, uh, took Michelle out of it the way he did. Me I too. Was, yeah, that I was surprised about because I figured it would come down to the very to end. To them, yes. Desert or whatever. I figured not that desert. we were going to have a traditional ending with the person getting out of the limo and breaking up. Not this like him dumping her even beforehand um so i feel like he was always going to break up with michelle like i feel like he knew he was always going to pick rachel regardless of him stressing out about was he ready to get engaged i don't really think that had to do with michelle i think that fear was more dealing with rachel and i think the more that when michelle was telling him like i'm excited for our future like he on their date and when she pulled out the jerseys and was like, it's me and you in the long run. I think that's when he realized like, Oh, she's really into me. Like really, this is really serious for her and I'm not there and I cannot put her, put her through what the prizes that she would end up getting engaged to him. Is that not serious enough for him? You know what I mean? Like I, what you're saying is true. He, yes. he probably was like, dude, man, she's serious. She's really serious. Well, yeah. Like she came into this with the intention of getting engaged to you. What do you think? She's not serious. Well, may- okay. So maybe it's not. That's, I don't think did he, I don't know if he ever said like, Oh, she's really serious. This is what I'm saying. But I think he did. I think he realized in that moment. No, he would have had to know that she was like really ready for the engagement, which your point makes sense because he said like, I can't get there with you, but don't you think he would have known that up until this point? And maybe he just realized like, I can't make her go up here and like tell me her whole speech and then me break up with her the traditional way. Like I can't put her through that. But to be fair, he didn't really, it didn't seem like he handled the breakup that well to begin with because he said, I can't get there with you. And then just left. And she said that they didn't talk like, and she tried to talk to him and he didn't get closure. I think that was a little bit of producer where she called him out on the after final rose and was like, I asked for you and you said no. And he was like, well, I didn't know that you asked for me. I think there was like miscommunication between producers or I don't know. Um, or Matt really just didn't want to talk to her. <laughs> I don't, I don't I, I know. That, okay. I think it's worse that he went there not knowing that, uh, whether or not he was going to be ready to get engaged, knowing that that's the point of it. I think that's worse than, um, than, than him being like, oh crap, she's serious. Like, I, I wonder, so here's my thing. I think he's known for a while that he was going to pick Rachel. Like Rachel was going to be. That's what I was going to ask you. At what point specifically do you think he knew that? Was it like, was it after he had narrowed it down to just Rachel and. I think uh, it was way before then. Do you think it was, okay. At what point 
uh, during the show, do you think? I think when he told her on their date that he was falling in love with her, he was like, this is my number one. I think he knew from way back then. Like, I'm like, picking Rachel. He was like, he picked in that moment. Maybe not like, we're going to get engaged, but she's my number one. I'm taking her all the way unless something happens. Like, other bachelors have said they've known pretty early on who their pick would be. And just in case something drastic happened, like they send their self home or something happens. Um, I think he knew. And then I think he was, I think he liked Michelle. And I think he liked Bree and his top four and other people a lot. I just think that he was always going to pick Rachel. Like he knew he was always going to pick Rachel. Right. And you know, that's natural. That, yeah. It's natural to be like, you know, to, I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like this girl, I was completely in love with this girl throughout my junior, senior year of high school. Her name was Katie Kahn. Such a beautiful, cute little thing, man. She's short, petite. When I first met her, she had short canary yellow hair. So cute. Um, great girl, great girl. But, you know, I was, you know, she had boyfriends and stuff like that. But but there was always, like, she was my number one, if you would put it like that. But there were always other girls that I was totally interested in and would have and and would have gone out with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's always that one where it's like, well, I mean, I hold her above all the rest. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it's and that's totally understandable. I, I know some people could take that in a bad way, like, you know, how could you treat so but it's like no, it's nothing to do with that. It's yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh basic instinct in human nature, I think, because we don't want to be alone. And and it's not a it's not a matter of yes I want you above all others or I want you first but I will settle for the it's nothing like that it's just the fact that uh, I think we as human beings we we want to be with someone and therefore we're go- and and we're going to look for the most compatible person or the person that interests us the most or whatever you want whatever word you want to use yeah um, yeah. And- I think it's completely natural but anyway i just went on a long ramble no but I, no, made also, I made sense and it was not a joke of any kind you did so make, you I'm, did I'm make moving sense. up in the world it's also it's, it's not also normal, not for, normal someone for someone to date relationships that's what other bachelors have said except i don't think peter did that i think that's the difference between peter or peter was like i think he even said he focused on each relationship and just ended up falling in love with like all of them (laughs) where it wasn't really like matt i think he kind of was able to like hone in on one person and still kind of bring them along i don't know um i was gonna say something um crap here we go again um okay real quick did you just remember it yeah okay go for it so Going back to what we were saying about Matt not knowing if he was ready to get engaged, if he knew that at the end, I think, I think he thought he was ready to get engaged, but when he was actually there and actually went through the process and was kind of like, I don't think I'm there with Rachel to get engaged. Like, I think he realized when he was there that he wasn't ready for it. And that kind of ties into that both the women met the the mom and his brother and who his brother looks just like him and Colin Kaepernick yeah. is that his name? The football player, everyone's saying um, the ex football player, uh, but they literally looked like twins for a second. Um, 
like those meetings were really good. And the mom was like crying and really connected with them. And I thought we were going to get another dramatic, like Barb season, Barb moment of like, don't let her go, which is my favorite thing to ever happen <laughs> on The Bachelor. But no, but her Barb moment was her saying like, look, love is not the end all be all in a relationship, which I think that can be taken interpreted different ways. I think what she was trying to say to Matt, because Matt was saying like, yeah, they both love me and I love them. And he said that he's like never been in love before. I think the mom realized like, I don't think he's really ready for this. And was trying to say to him like, you can't get engaged or really stay in a relationship just based off of, well, we love each other. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds great. And and that's fine. And love is a huge part of relationship. But it's there's so and I've always say it like there's so much more to that. And that's what she was trying to say that like, love fades. It's not always there. It's a feeling it comes and goes, you need to hold on to something more you need to like know this person know so much about them like really like them and know their flaws and their their personality like you know what i mean you can't just say like well she loves me and i think i love her because of what i've seen i really like her like it just seems more no and that's why i think the mom was trying to say like you can't just hold on to the fact that love is going to get you through because it's not like love is not the only thing that's just going to make you go through with it. Um, so I, which I got engaged and married pretty young. I got engaged really fast, like kind of bachelor fast, like two months bachelor fast. But you, and knew, you guys were friends for what? Two years. We we're friends for two. Yeah. We were friends. We weren't like, yeah. So I friends. mean, which, which in my opinion is even, but I've, Oh my gosh. I have never been a fan of, first of all, uh, any guys out there listening, when a chick tells you that you're too good of friends or your friends, and that's the reason why why she won't date you, she's fucking date lying. <laughs> she's full of shit, man. That is that's a chick's way of trying not to hurt your feelings. Uh, thank you, ladies or gentlemen or whoever. Thank you for trying or or caring enough to want to spare my feelings. But that is a bullshit lie, and we know it and and We're i'm under the belief and I'm under the belief that that uh, hurt the, the friendship <laughs> i've always been under the belief that uh, that friendship is the foundation on which you build the relationship yeah. um i never understood how people like I don't know. Personally, I want to be friends with the person I end up marrying. I want to have a friendship and build and grow that friendship with a person. Yeah, you should and be best friends. Have that blossom into something more. Uh, I mean, because otherwise you're setting yourself up for a train wreck. Um, which, yeah. which brings me to to my point. I'm going to make for this last season that uh, uh, we need to get this going on, guys. Everyone, hashtag Jay Wade for Bachelor. Because fat guys deserve love too, um, and and as Sarah was saying, you know, you, you need to have the important conversation. So if I'm on the show, I'm finding out: Do you like Star Wars? Do you like music? What kind of music do you like? Um, what you know? What what are you, some of your hobbies and stuff like that? Or what are you interested in doing? Do you like hiking? Do you like nature? I love nature. Stuff like that. Um, and, 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 uh, I'm sending someone home guaranteed on the first night i'm sending someone home as soon as i see them 
Uh, I, I promise. So everyone, Jay Wade for Bachelor, hashtag that out because fat guys deserve love too. Uh, and right now, real quick, since I got us a little sidetracked there, but not really because I do that every week. Um, you uh, Let's go ahead and make our announcement real quick since we're about mid-show. Right there. now? Yeah. No, I no, you can't just throw this on me. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay. We'll no, because I easy. have thoughts. Wait. <laughs> we'll make this a tease then. We've got a huge announcement coming up here shortly. Oh, yeah. Wait around a couple minutes for that announcement. Tease. Gotcha. Reeled you in. <laughs> this is, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Okay. I want to finish the conversation about Matt being ready to get engaged or not. Um, because I think Matt was saying that, like, he had a lot of fears. He wasn't sure if he was really ready. Um, I and what I was saying, like, when I got um, I got engaged, we got engaged really quickly. I remember thinking, like, I was not ready to be engaged. <laughs> I was not ready at all. Um, but I remember thinking it is a leap of faith. And I knew that I wanted to be with my husband. Like, I wasn't going to just let that go just because I was scared. Um, and I think there are moments where, like, yeah, you kind of have to jump in. I, um, you got to, like, jump into it. But I think for Matt's kid, I think it was good that he didn't get engaged. Like, you're I don't, you know what I mean? There. Like, I think it was better that he. You're having some huh? audio issues. You're cutting in and out. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm not lying to you. Okay. <laughs> I think it's, I think it was better that Matt didn't just jump into the engagement and did trust his gut instead of where I kind of, I wouldn't say I jumped into it, but I definitely was having like reservations and was kind of overthinking everything and I think in that environment Matt was probably overthinking things like crazy but I think it did work out for him now um he did have a couple uh conversations with Chris Harrison which I thought were really really funny just in the sense of like he sits down has a conversation with Chris the first one and Chris is like, you can tell Chris is like, we have to get an engagement. Like in his head, he's like, we have to see the ring. I mean, they push poor Dale to get engaged. Yeah. Like <laughs> the next yeah. day, like they they want that shot. Like, and yeah. they made him go and pick out a ring. Like they did not care about Matt at all. And you can tell Chris is like, Chris calls out Matt's mom and is like, oh, moms, talk about love. <laughs> I, I, I think she was I, I think she was I don't I kind of do have an issue with her conversation with Matt to be honest. Okay. I, I do. I just I think that I think it was wrong of her. The, okay. She could the way she expressed herself in, in all of that, uh, in my opinion, was was her putting her past relationships and feelings onto him. And, and, and like, but she did it in a way like, she did it in a way where uh, I just don't like it. I don't like it. It did not set well with me. And uh, really, I did not see it that I way. I did. I all. didn't like it. I didn't like it. I mean, I, I think that's how Matt took it too. Cause Matt kept bringing up, like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want my relationship to end the way that my mom and dad's did. And then he was really kind of dragging his dad a little bit and was like, my dad wasn't ready to get married and this ring represents something that my dad couldn't give to my mom. And I was like, oh, okay. Like he's got a lot. 
anger or resentment and okay, buddy. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. I think, I think, um, the conversation with the mom can be interpreted different ways. You I think was probably supposed to be the way that you said more. No, yeah. what the heck? I think, I think the, the conversation with the mom, um, was probably supposed to be intended the way that you get interpreted different ways. Did I? I didn't get any of that. So yeah, sorry. yeah, you're cutting out again. Um, is everything good with your mic connection or with your camera connection and everything? Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'll just stop talking. It's fine. What? Um. Whatever. You can't do that. You're the host. I don't know what's going on on this show. So Matt sends Michelle home, which we kind of talked about. Um, they have well, first they have a date, and uh, they rappel down the side of the hotel, which I want to know is an actual thing that they offer at the hotel, or if they just <laughs> right right <laughs> hired, which is super sketchy. Like, yeah, this will work. This is secure. Like, and Matt like almost. Like fell multiple, not fall, but he yeah. was like, "Oh my god, it was not." Mm -mm. It looked That's like sketchy. a bad heist movie. It really did. It did not look like that was something that they offered. Like it looks like the producers like yeah. brought in a little like lever or whatever. It was like, <laughs> "Good luck." Yeah. Um, that was so dumb. Uh, Michelle leaves or gets at home. Matt goes out, has that thing we've been teased. Um, well, you don't watch the previews, but for the beginning, just him saying like, I don't know if I can do this. Rachel getting ready for her date and then doesn't have a date. So I think this season and last season is so interesting with Tasha's season because Ben didn't get an overnight date and he was still top two and Rachel didn't get a final date, but still won. <laughs> like, it was just interesting. Um, Yeah. And then we get, Matt writes Rachel a note saying, meet me at the lake, which I thought like, oh, she's going to show up in sweatpants and jeans and they're just going to have a talk. No, that was like oh, the final. That's I legit thought they were just going to oh, have a, a talk. I, I didn't think. Way off, man. I was way off. What did I you thought think? they were. I thought he was going to take her out on a rowboat and whack her over the head with an oar and throw her body in, in, in over the side in the lake. I just. Yeah, that's exactly I, we what I way, thought. <laughs> I think it was way off on that one. They um, yeah. they were gonna have a notebook moment where they go out in the robo, and if you've ever seen the notebook, and side fact, I'm gonna be uh, recapping the notebook tomorrow on the. Oh my god! <laughs> lovers in TV, movie and I'm TV awful. lovers unite. Yes, movie lovers and TVs unite YouTube channel. Oh my movie, god! Please. Movie. Lovers unite. Please don't fire me or un uninvite me. I'm so sorry. It's been a really long day. Um, well, yeah. John's a great guy that, that does that uh, runs that channel and everything. So if you want to see really me talk about the notebook, um, I'll be there tomorrow at nine o'clock uh, Eastern time. And yeah, yeah. So then they do their like final talk thing, and he has the ring with him which was weird. I don't know why poor Matt made him like pick out this ring and have the ring with him. And Neil Lane, who I love is just like, I love a pair cut 
<laughs> a pear cut ring. That's the one my mom had. I was like, what? <laughs> what? It was so weird. Um, Yeah, so then it just felt really weird to me because I thought, oh, we're setting up for them to be sitting on a bench, like just talking about Matt telling her what was going on. But I don't know if Rachel, I mean, Rachel was in her like final whatever dress and everything. I wonder if she knew that's what was happening. I don't know. And she just goes into this speech. Like it was literally like, this is the it. This is the end. Like it just felt really weird to me. Like we missed a couple steps. Like, I don't know. And then she's telling him like, I love you. I support you. It hurts my heart to hear that you're hurting and all this stuff, which I'm like, okay like you don't really the kind of stuff that you'd say to someone when you don't know what's going on but you want to make sure that you're covering all your bases that's what it felt like to me and when chris asked matt like what are you gonna do matt is like i don't know i'm just gonna figure it out (laughs) (laughs) okay good luck so he like tells rachel that his fears are just about not really being ready to get engaged and that he wasn't going to propose to her and Rachel looks sad and he's like, but I don't want to end a relationship because I love you. So they, they leave boyfriend and girlfriend, which just ha- has happened. It's not un- an uncommon thing. Um, no. For people that have watched The Bachelor um, for years and years, the one Bachelor, the most hated Bachelor, <laughs> besides um, the most hated bachelor besides Pete, I think Pete is a pretty not like bachelor is Juan Pablo, who we've talked about with Claire season. Cause Claire was on Juan Pablo season. Juan Pablo didn't propose and left boyfriend and girlfriend with his final pick kind of like Matt, but I don't think Juan Pablo was ever going to get engaged. And I don't think he went on the show to get engaged. He was just trying to get a free vacation out of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and basically told the producers, like, I'll go through all your steps, but I'm not proposing to her. Never told her he loved her, like, any of that. So I think it's very different than what happened with Matt, but I just was seeing the comparisons. Like, why is it Matt getting more hate and Juan Pablo got a lot? But I think because Matt was more, like, passionate and said he loved her and all this stuff. Woo! Wait, I'm going to read this. No. So just to throw it out there and complete completely not related to the bachelor franchise, but I'm starting to plan a wedding. Woo. Woo. Good luck. <laughs> yep. That is uh that is hotel nerd. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's a good guy too. Uh, speaking of good guys. Um, I've been on his show a couple of times. Uh, uh, check out what he does. So congratulations. congratulations. Good luck. It is stressful. <laughs> it's not, it's honestly not as stressful. I think as people say it is, the first couple of months aren't, but as you get closer, it gets more stressful because that's when everything needs to get done. Um, I did a lot of my own. I planned my entire wedding by myself and did like all everything, like basically by myself. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. I had friends and family, but you know what I mean? So it's it's good until like the last two months where you have to do everything. Um, so good luck. Uh, have fun. I love, we love weddings here. Um and yeah. Yeah, uh, there's always dude, if you're a single dude going to a wedding, chicks are looking to hook up, man. So, you know, just hope is, there's a pray there's it an is open a lot of fun to plan a wedding. And uh I'm just putting you a nice sloppy drunk one. <laughs> I had <laughs> a lot of fun planning my wedding. Me don't my do husband. that. I shouldn't have said I don't really mean that. <laughs> Every time that you that you hook up with, with someone, you should always make sure that they are sober. Um, I, I just 
the team off really bad there. Don't find a sloppy drunk one. Find the sloppy drunk ones and then make a mental note not to hook up with them. Um, Hotel Nerd said that she knows what she wants and I'm not going to stop her from having what she wants. That's how I was. I knew exactly what I wanted. Me and my husband were on the same page with like our themes and play, like literally on the same page. So it was super easy. But he was like, yeah, this is your wedding. Do whatever you want. <laughs> That's a real man right there. Oh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it was very great. Um, okay, anyway, <laughs> let's get back. So unlike Hotel Nerd, there was not a wedding. There was not going to be a wedding for Rachel and Matt because um, they're not together. And that we found out uh, after the final rose. Okay. Um one note I want to make I one thing I want to make a note of is that we've talked about before if Chris Harrison was really going to be gone from The Bachelor. I don't know if we said it on air. I I think so that I don't think he's gone. <laughs> I said I think he is. You I, think uh, he is. Yeah, with cancel culture what it is, uh I don't and, think and he is. can turn around fast. I don't think there's any hope for him. I don't think he is because he did he still voiced everything that's them trying to keep him in the race but it really depends on how long how long the uh the the twitter twits uh keep up with their keep up with the with the I, hashtags and stuff so and for supporting or not supporting anyone i i'm not in favor of any of the stupid hashtag movement things i don't care dude i don't care if i am the biggest chocolate ice cream fan in the world and the hashtag is save chocolate ice cream. I'm never going to tweet that out, and I'm still going to make fun of it. So, you know, that's that's where I'm coming from with that. But, I mean, I don't – I think – I don't think Chris Harrison is going to be gone. Just because they had him announce, like, coming up, Emmanuel – I can't say his last name. Like, you know what I mean? He was still involved in the episode, even though he wasn't – he was technically stepped back. Right, um, right. And for the Bachelorette season, for Katie season, we are going to have Tasha and Caitlin Bristow as they have both come out and said that they're not hosting, they're mentoring, um, and that they're not taking Chris Harrison's job or anything. Very, everyone's... You know, the show doesn't really need a host. It really doesn't. Um, I mean, it, it really, really is a ment. I think it started out as a mentor role. Um and it just kind of turned into hosting. So I think I think they're still doing everything Chris does, but it's looked at more as like a mentor. They've both been bachelorettes before. Tasha's the most recent bachelorette. I would really like to see I would have liked to see Caitlin with Katie and Tasha with Michelle. Cause I feel like they're they'll relate. I mean, I love Tasha. I'll see her in both seasons, but you know what I mean? Like Tasha and Michelle are both biracial. They can really connect really well on that as well. Like I'd like to see her do both. And I think Katie reminds me a lot of Caitlyn. Um, Caitlyn was the bachelorette five years ago, four or five years ago. Um, she's great. Her season is one of the best seasons, honestly. It's so much drama, but like good drama and so entertaining it's wild. She has the same humor as Katie. She made like a sex joke for her uh, when she was on The Bachelor. Like she told Chris Souls, who was a farmer, that um, he could plow her fields any day. I, I love it. Like she was always making jokes about like she went skinny, like uh, skinny uh, jumping, skinny. Yeah. Skinny dipping. Skinny Dude, dipping that's what it is. 
Am I that old, or is that just like, or just like, <laughs> never? I, wow. No, never it's mind. good. <laughs> like she's she's wild. Um, I've been skinny dipping many, many, many times. Getting naked in front of uh, in front of people is something I've never had an issue with. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, so we're excited for them. I think Chris. I think they're trying to feel out how long people are going to be mad at Chris Harrison for, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll see. So, um, full disclosure, I watched on Monday night, I watched maybe five minutes of After the Final Rose because my TV kept cutting in and out, and I really didn't really like what I was seeing at first. Um, it just felt very off to me, and I <laughs> told you that. Then last night, I went and actually watched it, watched the whole thing, and I kind of changed my tune. Um, I think the longer it went on, I think Emmanuel started to get really comfortable. Like, I think at first, he you could tell like he was really nervous, stiff, um, yeah. just very stiff. I think as time went on, it felt a lot more natural, and I understood like the questions that he was asking and like setting up. It was really just trying to give Matt, Michelle, and Rachel the opportunity to like talk about things like the hard questions and not them just bringing it up. You know what I mean? So people, I think so fans would be like, well, why they just start talking about this hard subject? Like he was trying to help them, right, um, right. which is like a host job. I think he did a really good job overall. I think it's a hard, I think it was a hard battle for him to kind of step in for the people that love Chris Harrison. I think it could have been hard and I think he did a great job. Um, so, there's a lot of conversations that happened and we definitely have opinions and stuff on them. And I personally kind of feel like it's not really my place to say if I think some of the conversations were good or bad or Matt's final decision with Rachel and breaking up with her was right or wrong um, because it's not my relationship. And it's also just not, I just don't feel comfortable really jumping in and discussing and really talking about about it um that's just me um i would like to talk about what we didn't see after Fonda rose was brie who was in the top three was there and had a segment and they cut it out and michelle and rachel did talk to each other uh because he did ask michelle how she felt about the whole thing the whole rachel controversy mm -hmm. and she gave her thoughts and then he had them talk it out together and they like hugged it out and forgave each other she forgave her. i don't know um they cut that segment out <laughs> and so i just and P, uh brie was asked like why do you think they cut out your segment and she said i think it was just had to do with time and emmanuel said like the other stuff was just because of time and for me i'm like i think there's kind of i think those conversations are kind of important i don't know if you're gonna make this after the final rose all about the con controversy like why not have the michelle and rachel segment in there as well so we can see them yeah. like forget you know what i mean like that's a pretty important conversation to have as well um so yeah. i just thought that was weird and interesting um there's one more thing i was gonna say i don't remember oh my gosh i don't know what's happening today um we did get the bachelorette's announcements we've talked about it they announced michelle and katie both as bachelorette Katie's starting in the summer, I think probably June, May or June. Um, 
it depends what summer counts as. And then we'll get Michelle in the fall. I heard that they asked Michelle first and Michelle said that she wants to finish out the school year with her students because they're going back in person. And I was like, go Michelle. So they were like, okay, come back in the fall. <laughs> we'll film during the summer when you're off school. Um, and then they asked Katie some point we will, I think having bachelor in paradise, I think that's still confirmed. I know they really want to do that. Um, I really to do that. You know, I, I love that. That's my we'll have four seasons to pick from. Plus it all so good. It's going to be crazy. Um, if they do now that one, that show, I don't mind that. Well, yeah, I do mind like, like the, I, I, I do. Mind, I don't care what it is. I do mind when they intentionally try to put people in situations where they get hurt. That's not entertaining. Yeah. But that, that drama that's on bachelor in paradise is it's just so fun. top level, man. Mm -hmm. It's so great. And, and we get the rotation of the cocktail in the vagina tail party. So that's awesome. Um, I am going to backtrack a little bit really quick uh, because Kaylin mm. did say something. Um, we don't know what Matt and Rachel actually said to one another. She might've said some things that would have made anyone dump her. I think, yeah, I think that is important. I think especially with Rachel, Rachel's segment and Matt and Rachel together segment, I think there was a lot cut out. Um, that Rachel and Matt segment was really hard to watch. It was just really uncomfortable. And I think there's a lot that we're missing, a lot of information that we're missing. I mean, Matt did kind of say like, I had to explain to you why I why these were wrong, why these pictures were wrong, why I feel like these pictures are wrong. And he basically said to her, like, I feel like you don't understand what it's like for me to be a black man in America. And that oh, kind of doesn't. That, She's not that's what I said. I was like, well, but but I think what he's trying to say, like, if we're gonna raise kids together and you're gonna be my wife and stuff like that, you kind of have to understand that part of me too. Like you have to understand like what's going on in my life and different things like that, which I like I understand. Um, I just think there's a lot of the conversation. I think there's probably a lot behind the scenes that we, oh, not, I think there's definitely a lot in the relationship that we just don't know. We don't know how it went down between them. And that's not really our place to know. Um, right. I, and that's where I felt like it was really awkward to watch this because I don't feel like it was my place kind of with the Matt and his dad conversation. I don't feel like it was the audience place to really like, know or understand i don't know maybe i'm a little mixed on that like what their conversation was because we did watch them fall in love that brings me back to my other thing i don't i don't think he was that i'm surprised that he picked her because i mean you said it before like i did not see their connection at all um yeah I don't, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see how they're, and maybe we just didn't see enough to really get to know her and him. And if we did see them in person, it'd be different. But she kept saying like, we have this amazing relationship, this amazing connection. And I'm like, I don't understand how you guys were compatible. Like just looking <laughs> on paper, like it was, it, yeah, it was just very interesting. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I'll say on After the Final Rose. I mean, they were right. Amelia, Amelia, that's his name. Emmanuel was right. Um, I think they were uncomfortable and 
hard discussions and definitely probably made people feel really uncomfortable. Um, whether or not we or you agree that that was stuff that needed to be said or not, I think it was good to see a different perspective. I do want to touch on Matt did say, I said earlier, Matt did say that he felt a lot of pressure being the first Black Bachelor. And um, I think he did a great job. I think he's getting a lot of hate. And I think it's hard. I mean, I think unfairly he was put a lot of pressure from the fans, from Bachelor Nation, from people who wanted a more diverse season, from people who wanted him to pick a person of color as the lead. Like, I just think he got a lot of unfair stuff thrown at him that I think people are going to be mad this season regardless. Um, you can't please everyone. Honestly, I just think he kind of was set up to fail, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and I think, I mean, we've said before, like, it's great to see a Black Bachelor. It's great to see these different stories. It's great to see a whole diverse cast. Was I still feel like it was just a reaction from ABC to give us what people wanted because we were in the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. And they were like, here you go. <laughs> you don't know him. Here you go. And I think that was so unfair to Matt. Um, and I think he did the best job that he could do kind of just literally being thrown into this and not having any experience and be giving this big weight that he didn't really ask for <laughs> of being the first male black bachelor and um yeah so i personally think he did a great job i don't think he's deserving a lot of hate uh, that he's getting and yeah overall I, he did a good job i mean yeah you know i don't agree with everything that happened or right. he has said but i mean I overall i'm not gonna fail him if, if we're giving a's to f's i'm not gonna fail him i'm not i won't give him a d either i'll give him a c plus yeah, I'll give him like a B. I think. Yeah, I mean, I I hope him well. I think I just think he needs more experience. Like, I really don't think he's ready to get engaged. I think he needs to go out and. I mean, he said like he didn't. He's only dated like one person before this. Like that's like yeah, you're young. Go out and hook up with some. Broad. Your best friend's Tyler Cameron, who's like mega famous and yeah. dated like supermodels. Like go out and you live in. Dude, what's up? <laughs> yeah, go party. You deserve it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the end of Matt James' season of The Bachelor. Woo woo woo! We have an announcement that we teased. Take it away. Jay Wade. Well, we've been we've been doing this show for I think a little bit over a year now. It's been on Mark with the Movie blog. Um it uh it started as a spin-off show to uh, to an after show that that we all started doing called Collider. Well, the name of the show after is Collider Live. Live. Our <laughs> after show is After Live. Um and then the show started as a spin-off from that. Uh, but uh, Sarah and I, we're going to take this. Uh, we're going to take this show and move it over to a new network. Um, my my channel, uh, which is called the Jcast Network. I'll just throw this up here real quick. Um, uh, YouTube, um, <laughs> Sarah, uh, <laughs> and, uh, also podcasting platforms. But um, we're going to move the we're going to move the show over there and uh, uh, try some different things. We've been talking, maybe changing up the format a little bit and. Uh, uh, see what we can do um, and uh, start a new chapter for this show. And uh, also on that network, um, 
there's a, there's a, I've got a show over there called Speaking of Schmodown, which is a sports talk show for an elite movie trivia league uh, called the Movie Trivia Schmodown. Um, and I'm, uh, and we're going to be putting out some Star Wars shows too once the Star Wars shows start up on Disney. So there's more content coming uh, down the line. But uh, yeah, uh, go get that. Rose is going to move over to the Jcast network. Um, thank you very much to Merck with a movie blog for uh, allowing us to put this on his platform and and uh, helping uh, push us out there. Uh, he's a great guy. Thank you very much, Josh, uh, the Merck Rainer for that. But yeah, that is uh, that's our big announcement. So Woo. we'll have uh, we'll have a new theme song. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get some new graphics. <laughs> we're gonna start a whole new little phase here. Yeah, we're excited. We're talking about trying to figure out some like segments and something to like set us apart. I don't know. So if anyone has any ideas of like what they would like to see, any segment ideas, games, I don't know. Um, some yeah, whatever. Please send it our way. Um, and I just want to uh, agree with what Jay said. Thank you so much, um, Josh Merkwin Movie Blog, for allowing us to be on this channel and do this show and kind of giving us the push to start this show. Um, it really was his idea. And uh, thank you so much. I have a blast doing this and not just talking about it to my husband, actually talking about it with Jay. Cause my husband gets really mad. <laughs> like he does, he'll like nod and be like, mm -hmm, but I'm like, now I have someone and people I can talk to about it. So that's great. Uh, and I just want to say thank you so much. And Thank you all of you for watching and supporting. And we hope that you follow us uh, to the Jcast network as well. And also keep following this network. I'm still going to yeah. be a part of Mercury Movie Blog doing um, the show Over the Marvel, which picks back up this Friday, 6.30 live on this channel. We are starting a recap of uh, Falcon. Uh, what is it called? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, starting with episode one, which comes out this Friday. So Make sure to watch us there. I will be there. <laughs> um, I am sending that one out, but I will be back for Loki. So For Loki. Yes. It's going to be like a rotating cast of characters that are coming in. So it's going to be entertaining. Um, but until then, Jay Wade, where can the people follow you? Y'all can follow me at jwade1134. That's the letter J-W-A-D-E-1134. You can follow me there on Twitter and also at that same handle on Stereo, which another quick note. We will also be, when we move over to Jcast Network, we will also be broadcasting Go Get That Rose live on stereo as well. So uh, if anyone is listening on stereo, they can record comments and questions <gasps> and play them live on the show and a uh, little more interactive there too. So uh, um, you can follow also the at the Jcast Network on stereo as well and on the Twitter. Uh, and yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, as always, you can follow this show on Go Get That Rose on Twitter. And you can follow me at, on Twitter at SCBOK, S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. I'm also in stereo. I don't know what my thing is. I think it's like S-D-J-O because that's my like married name. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, we will see you. I don't know when we'll see you. We'll see you for Katie season. Yeah, whenever Katie season come out, keep a look on our Twitter for an announcement when we will be back. Um, yeah, until then, bye-bye. <laughs>